the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Oh, 
Ministration, hallelujah. Wow. Break my heart for what break yours. Hallelujah. May we love God. I say, may we love God. May we love God. Hallelujah. And may we serve Him. Hallelujah. Come, let's pray over the offering. Holy Spirit, we thank you. 
Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church today? Put your hands together if you are happy to be in church today. It's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Wow. Powerful. I wasn't here last week, but I heard the preaching was very powerful. Yeah. Hallelujah. But I'm back. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I am back. Amen. Yeah. By the grace of God. Are you ready to learn some scriptures this morning? First Timothy chapter 1 verse 19. Let's go. Want to go. First Timothy 1.19. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. First Timothy 1.19. Again. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. First Timothy one nineteen. One more time. All right. So let's look at. Let's find a way to memorize it. So you are holding two things in your hand. One is holding faith. The other one is a good conscience. Remember. So all remember two things. Faith. And a good conscience. Not conscience, good conscience. Faith and a good conscience. Do you get it? I said, do you get it? So let's say the first part. Holding faith and a good conscience. You have to demonstrate it. Again, holding faith and a good conscience. Again, holding faith and a good conscience. There's the second part said, which some having put away concerning faith had made shipwreck. Second part. Again, one more time. So, can we say that all part one and two, one, two, go? First Timothy one nineteen. Okay, the whole verse again, one more time. Are you ready to memorize it? Turn it off. Go. Wow. <laughs> That's very good. Amen. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to talk. I'm going to start teaching you about a book. Uh, I'm going to teach you about um, one of the doctrines of Christianity that you have to be careful. You have to look out for. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't explain it. You must hold faith in a good conscience. 
Because if you put it away, you can make shipwreck of your faith. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm talking about one of the doctrines that we need to adhere to and be very conscious of as a Christian. Hallelujah. Because if you don't look out for it, you will not finish your Christian race. Hallelujah. If you don't, if you are not careful about it and you take it for granted, you will not enter into eternity. Hallelujah. So, what am I talking about? I am talking about backsliding. You love this message already. Backsliding. Hallelujah. To backslide. To backslide. You see, to backslide simply means that you were once here, but now you've gone back. Hallelujah. And it's one of the things that we have to watch out for in your Christian life. Holy Spirit, we thank you this morning for your anointing and your teaching. May your spirit teach us. Hallelujah. To backslide. I'm talking about backsliding. For the next couple, I'm going to talk about backsliding. Hallelujah. Because, you see, see, I want to give you certain principles. You see, don't be deceived. Once saved, forever saved is not true. Okay? So those of us who walk by the say, oh, I'm, I'm born again. I'm saved. For, once saved, forever saved is not true. Hallelujah. You can be saved, but you can backslide. You can be born again and still end up being in hell because you backslide. Hallelujah. So don't, so you have to be conscious. That's why the Bible said that let him that thing get his stand, take heed. Hallelujah. Yeah. Once saved, forever saved. It's not, it's not true. God, I'm born again. Yeah, born again some time ago, but even, see, if once saved, forever saved was true, then Satan would not be Satan was once in heaven. Satan was once in heaven. He was in heaven. It, I mean, how, how close can you get to salvation by being in heaven? But he's no longer there. Hallelujah. So it means that even though you are in Christ, you are born again, certain activities can take you out. Hallelujah. And I believe that if we are Christians and we are saved, our aim should be to make it to heaven. Tell your neighbor, I want to go to heaven. Say, I want to make it to heaven. Yeah. Hallelujah. That is why I'm teaching you about sliding. Amen. Yeah. You see, and um, another thing about backsliding is that it's a gradual process. You see, nobody backslides overnight. It's gradual. It's not like suddenly, you, no, no, it's a gradual process. It's so gradual that sometimes you are not even aware. It's people who are watching you who can say that you are backsliding. And you yourself may not even be aware that you are backsliding. Hallelujah. Yeah. For example, if you have been to the beach before, sometimes when you stand in the beach, you see, when you go to the beach and you stand in the beach, and you stand there, you, you are not moving, you are standing still. Do you know that gradually you drift backwards? Or you haven't been to the beach before? Some of you have not been to the beach before. Or when, you, when, the, when the water is receding, you go and stand in the beach. When the water is receding, even though you are not moving actively, the receding water and the sand gradually 
pulls you back. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? And all that you did that day, you see, you, you just stood there in the water. But as the water is receding, if you have a landmark, you see, that's, you see, backsliding is something that you do with landmarks. If you have a landmark, let's say at a point you are here, and this is the landmark, gradually you see that you are behind. And you didn't do anything. And that's how backsliding is. A lot of Christians backslide from inactivity. You used to do this, but you don't do. You see, that's why everybody must listen. Look, pastors backslide. I'm saying pastors backslide. I mean, if you were a pastor some time ago, now you are nothing. You just come and sit there quietly. You are backsliding. Singers backslide. Ashes backslide. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and the principal causes inactivity. Sometimes, inactivity. They're just by not doing nothing. If you used to be a prayer warrior, you don't pray anymore. You're backsliding. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. And, see, and the thing about backsliding, you see, like I said, it's a gradual process and two, you know, there are no, there are no warning signs on the way. You see, it's not like, oh, you see a sign. 20 minutes, you are 20 miles from hell. Now you are 10 miles from hell. There are no signs. If there were signs, it would help. That, oh, now you are about 500 miles from hell. Okay, I have time. 200 miles from hell. There's no sign. There are no signs. Hallelujah. That is why you see, it is always, it takes other people to look at you. You know, sometimes even, um, if you are even in a car or in a plane and it's moving, sometimes you are not aware that it's moving. You don't feel the movement. What you see is that the object that was next to you is moving back. Are you hearing me? Or sometimes you mean, even when you are driving or you are on a bus and you are looking through the window and another car is driving pa- past you fast because the, the other car is going fast it looks like your car is going backwards. Do you know that? Uh-huh. So it's something that is always relative. So you, it's a reference point. Hallelujah. That's why I'm saying that a pastor can backslide. In fact, some pastors are backsliding. Unfortunately, some pastors are backsliding. Look, if you, one of the books you should, when you have time, you should read is the final quest. Hallelujah, by Rick Joyner. Some pastors are backsliding. Well, they're totally backsliding. Some singers are backsliding. Instrumentalists backslide. Plenty. Prayer warrior teach about this topic. Amen. Because he that, let, let him that think at his tongue. Hallelujah. And anyone, look. Matthew 10, 22. To 10, 22. And ye shall be hated of men. But he that endureth to the what? I said, who shall be saved? The Bible says, he that endureth to the end shall be saved. 
Salvation is not for those who started. Salvation is for those who endured to the end. Are you hearing me? That is why I think two weeks ago they were running the New York Marathon that it doesn't matter when you finish. Once you finish, they'll give you something. People finish in two, one hour, two hours. Some people finish two days later. Huh? Yeah. And they still got something. Because the most important thing that you must finish is may you not backslide. Hallelujah. He that endured to the end. Oh. So those who talk about I was, I used to be, used to be what? We are talking about now. Hallelujah. When the master comes, when he comes, not that who used to work. Is somebody hearing me? Full thing is to is to start your Christian race and not end in heaven. Yeah, that's what I'm teaching us. It's very painful. Amen. In the book of look at first Corinthians 10, 12. He that endured. What's the wife? Hallelujah. This verse is frightening in the sense that no backslide proof. Don't say that, oh, ask for me, I can't backslide. Who told you? You are the very one who backslide. Even the father, you think that you are Superman. You are you have already backsliding. That thought alone puts you in a backsliding state. Hallelujah. That is why we have to be conscious. Amen. He that endureth to the end. He that endureth to the end. So it means that if you used to, like the way mommy was singing powerfully, mommy Mefu used to sing very powerfully. She's a very good minister. You see, but some time ago she backslid. I didn't see her again. And I hope she has come back. No, seriously. You said it, right? Yeah. It's been a long time. May the Lord restore you back to your first love. I said, may the Lord restore you back to your first love. Hallelujah. Yeah. You used to do it, you don't do it, you backsliding. You see, and it's, what I'm saying is that it's a gradual process. Hallelujah. And if you joke with it, you, if you, you will not go to heaven. Serious. And all of us, one of the basic reasons, one of our aim for being Christians is to go to heaven. Oh, I'm seriously. I mean, that one, I won't joke with you. The main reason why we are saved is we want to go to heaven. Hallelujah. We are not saved so that we can get good jobs. We are not saved so that we can get good wives. We are not saved so that we can get... See, these are all benefits of salvation. But the main purpose of salvation is to enter into heaven. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why we have to be careful about not to backslide. Amen. See, and... You see, it's a very sad state. You see, backsliding is a very sad state. That if you are spiritual, you see, if you are a spiritual person, or if you are a pastor, if you are a pastor or a spiritual person, and you see people backsliding, it pains you. It hurts you. So, can't you see? 
Can't you see where you are going? Yeah. If you are a pastor, if you love the people, and you see that they are backsliding, you see, the Bible says, God does not delight in the death of a sinner. God is not happy in the death of a sinner. Hallelujah. So, no real pastor is happy to see people backslide. It pains you. Because it's like, it's like a parent who is look, watching a child fail. And if you're a parent, you know that thing is painful. You can see that this your child is failing. He has the potential. He has the ability. But some laziness and some attitude is causing him to fail. And it's very painful to watch somebody you love fail. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. That is why Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. Jeremiah is described as the weeping prophet. Because in the writings of Jeremiah, he talked about the backsliding state of Israel. How Israel has backslidden. Oh yeah, he talks about it. He talks about how Israel has fallen back. And and it makes so so he was like always crying. In fact, the book of Lamentation was written by him. So it's called the Lamentations of Jeremiah. Are you hearing me? So I don't want you to backslide. That's what I'm preaching to you. Say the pastor doesn't want you to backslide. Say the pastor does not want me to backslide. I'll cry when you backslide. Because when you see, when you love people, you know what they are going in for. It's like, it's like a, a parent watching a child fail. You'll cry. Hallelujah. Yeah. So Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. Amen. And Jeremiah used a lot of analogies to describe the backsliding state. You see, just like I was saying that it's like you are, you are standing by the beach and the water is flowing underneath you. You are not even aware that you are going back. So the only way to, you see, the only way to stay in the same place or move forward when you are standing in the stream of water is to move. When you stand still, you go back. Are you hearing me? Or if you are put in a cold room Okay, or even in the, in the winter, when you stand at the bus stop, if you stand at the bus stop in the winter, the only way to keep warm, what do you do? You see people. Because if you don't do anything, you will freeze. Hallelujah. So you see people just moving up and down. Because without the activity, you will freeze. And you fall dead. In the same way, if you are a Christian and you don't engage in any activity and you are still, by the time you realize you are backsliding and you are falling down. <laughs> Hallelujah. And Jeremiah wept about it. One of, the, one of the conditions, you see, Jeremiah's description of backsliding Christians or the Bible's description what God, how God sees somebody when he backslides. You see, the angels, okay, the angels in heaven and God, they are in heaven. 
they know how glorious heaven is. And they know the day, and the Bible said that when one sinner is saved, the angels in heaven, what? They rejoice. We, they can say, wow, this guy is now making a good choice. He's coming to a good state. The angels can see how the bright future that you have. So they rejoice. Amen. So in the same way, when you, when you backslide, they said, man, this guy is missing out. Man, this guy is making a mess. I wish somebody could tell him how bad he's missing out. Hallelujah. So, God describes the state how the angels see it. This is how heaven sees you when you backslide. In Jeremiah 2.13, the weeping prophet, he says, For they have forsaken me. They have forsaken me and have hewn them out. Sisters. Jeremiah is saying that we were like somebody who had a fountain of fresh water. That was constantly was refreshing you. The word of God was refreshing you. You had life. But suddenly, the fresh water has suddenly abandoned the water. Assistant. And can you imagine even the pot that he made was... This person who had fresh water coming has now abandoned the fresh water. He's going to use the broken pot to fetch water. Can you see how much tired he will be? And you said, what is wrong with you? You had fresh water. Why are you going to... Why, what? Now you're going to make a pot with broken holes to go and fetch water. Where did you were born again? You had the Holy Spirit. You had a good Christian life. Why have you... Does it make sense? them, I cry, say, ah. Technical, technical guy, he used to fix things, everything, like how could he used to do my thing. Very good in church. May God deliver you from a woman who is not interested in church. We totally zero interest in church. From church. See, and, and, and some wives are a hindrance to their husband. Bishop said it, and I've observed it. He said that all the missionaries, the ones who did well, their wives supported them. And I've come to say that it helped them. But when you get a flag, a wife who's not interested in church, you will struggle in ministry. That's why all, all those who want to do well in ministry, make sure I screen the woman before you marry. I will do heavy screening well in the ministry. What do I say? So this, this guy. You know. But he that breaks a hedge, a serpent will bite. And being a good husband was because of the church environment. She didn't know that it was the preaching of the way. And, and then that has turned him out. Thinking that now I have him to myself. I mean, to myself. Now, this reverend says, he's always asking my husband, come and do this, can you do this, can you do this? No, 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 it's too much. I have him for... The last time I heard of the guy, total drunkard. Forgive, Francis. Now the same woman who took him out is... <laughs> 
You took him out, deal with him. What your head? That's why God says that I cannot believe you. You had a fountain of now you are going to make for yourself a pot. I mean, you had a Christian husband. Now you have taken him out. Now you have a drunken husband. Totally drunk. So now this so it's wild on Muligano's wife. If I see that you're a wife who's Muligano's, you don't, you don't want to help your husband, I'll face you too squarely. Because I'm like Jeremiah. It's painful to see and you are being Muligano's with your wife. I'll face you. Only that you see that you see because at the end of the day, the husband is the head. Do you get me? So just make sure that you do choose the right one. Hallelujah. Yeah. Broken systems. It's I can't believe you. I can't believe that you, you have left all this fresh water. You have left the preaching of the word. The Christian life. The faith. The peace of God. That passes understanding. And you are going to bring up yourself this wahala. Amen. I said amen. amen. Yeah. Jeremiah was crying. Hallelujah. Another way he describes a backslider. Okay. Is Jeremiah 2.23. In Jeremiah 2.23, he says that, he says, all the description of Babasad is in Jeremiah. He said that, how canst thou say, I am not polluted? I have not gone after Balaam. See thy way in the valley. Know what thou hast done. Thou art a swift dromedary traversing her ways. You have a modern version like the NASB. Dromedary is a camel. It's a camel. If you have a, a modern version. Yeah. It says, know what you have done. You are a swift young camel entangling in her ways. So what have you done? What have you done? A backsliding state is described as a camel that has gone wild. And then when a camel goes wild, he goes wild. I said, when a camel goes wild, he goes wild. They will throw you up. So he said, once again, you had boundaries. You were a Christian. You had boundaries. You have do's and don'ts. You have some morals. Now when people backslide, suddenly all the boundaries are removed. You are a camel gone wild. That's what it is. You used to have some restrictions. You used to have some morals. I'm preaching. You used to have some morals. Now you are a Christian God. You are, you are, you are no morals, no boundaries. A Christian used to come to church. Now you sit at the party and you booze and you drink and you dance. You are a Christian. You used to be in church. Now every man is slipping his finger under your skirt. A very wild camel. 
No boundaries. No boundaries. Yeah. You don't even come to church. Somebody, somebody was, was about to, tomorrow was talking to me about a beloved a young lady. Young lady. He was in a relationship with a Christian brother. He's broken the relationship. I don't like him anymore. Now he's going out with some guy. And then he sent a picture. This young girl, small girl, sitting there drinking beer, Hennekin. <laughs> beer, beer bottles. Stein. I mean, the person is as tiny as Bernice. Can you see, ben, can you imagine Bernice sitting there with about six bottles of Hennekin? I mean, can we look, look at the Venice please stand up? Can you imagine? Even the bottle is bigger than her. <laughs> and she saw the picture. I mean, a camel gone wild. Yeah. Camel gone wild. You had boundaries. Now you've gone wild. A camel gone wild. I know one sister too was backslidden. And then somebody, I think it was a program. So her friend said, look, there's a program. We are doing a program. Why don't you go? She said, I won't go. And she said, why would you go? Because I don't want them to lay hands on me. I don't like if I go to lay hands on me. I don't want anybody to lay hands on me. I don't want to change. A camel gone wild. particular t- tiny little one who was drinking it's like even when you just even unbelievers your size don't bring this amount of beer <laughs> I mean relative to the body weight <laughs> I mean many please stand up <laughs> can you imagine somebody like this one drinking this? <laughs> even people who are not saved they don't do drink huh? but this backsliding sister had sick A camel gone wild. Yeah. Yeah. No morals. And people want, when you backslide, now you can talk nonsense. Because when you are a Christian, at least, when you are angry, your anger could be contained. Now you are backsliding, your anger is no, you talk nonsense. You use four-letter words. A Christian, now you are swearing with four-letter words. A camel gone wild. Hallelujah. That's how they see. That's how the angel sees. Amen. Yeah. Are you hearing me? That's how you hearing me. Yeah. In Jeremiah... So, so this one, you are a swift camel entangling her with 24. Go to verse 24. Verse number 24. The next verse. A wild donkey. A wild donkey accustomed to the wilderness. And even this, the, the next verse is even wild. That sniffs the wind. 
See, that sniffs the wind. In her passion, in the time of her heat, who can turn her away? That's how you become. All who seek her, you see, all who seek her, all who seek her will not become weary. In her month, they will find her. She's like a donkey on heat, chasing every man. A wild donkey, accustomed to restrain her, any males that pursue her, you love this one. She's cheap, Christian sister. Now you are cheap. Who I used to sing in the choir. Yeah. Used to sing in a choir. Used to do a prayer warrior. Used to do evangelism. Used to you, you, you are with a welcome team. You were in the sanctuary now. You have become a wild donkey. In her month, males that pursuit need not tie themselves. At mating time, they will find her. This is the how God sees you. I said, Jeremiah. I say, when some people backslide, they are like this. It's, it's, it's sad. We love, but it's very sad. But is it possible that you can fall down like this? From every level. Is it possible? That's why you have to take heed. That's why you have to take heed. That is why I am preaching to you that look, it's not a sudden process. It's a gradual process. And if you don't watch, by the time you are, you will realize you are like a wild donkey. He couldn't believe it. Jeremiah could not believe it. Hallelujah. I said, he couldn't believe it. He said, you are like that. Yeah. Take heed. Tell your neighbor, take heed. Tell your neighbor, be careful. Yeah. In fact, any males that pursue her need not tire themselves. Easy. You just watch, she'll come. You see, what it also means is that the devil doesn't have to struggle to find you. When you backslide, Satan doesn't have to struggle to find you. You are an easy target. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Satan doesn't have to struggle. You are an easy target. You are just easily available. Sin just finds you easily. Problems find you easy. Difficulty find Any works of Satan find you because you are, they, they, they need not tire themselves. Hallelujah. You understand why we call him him a weeping prophet? Yeah. This is how they see. So God Christ is is it possible that somebody can fold this down? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 
And even the last one that Jeremiah describes is even sad. Hallelujah. In, in Jeremiah, where are we? 220 what? Let's go to 232. Taking James. Can a maid or can a maid forget her ornaments or a bride? A br- My people have forgotten me days without number. You forget God. You are like a maid or a woman who has forgotten her. Can you imagine that a girl will leave his house? He said, I can't believe it. You see, the angels are watching. He said, Look, this person is like a lady. This person who is a Christian who now has backsliding is now, he looks like a lady who is leaving her house with no jewelry. He had forgotten her earring, her necklace. Can it possible? Can a maid? And you ladies know you are attached to your jewelry. Very much. Jeremiah said, Is it possible that a maid can forget her jewelry? Or, or even the wild one. Or a bride. A bride her attire. He said, It's like a woman who on her wedding day forgets her gown. This is Jeremiah. I mean, listen to me. If a woman on her wedding day comes down without her gown, the only thing we say that she's mad. Honestly. Huh? I mean, a woman on her wedding day, you come out without your wedding gown, the only answer will be what? She's mad. Something is wrong. Because when, you, when, when, when they are getting married, they buy, they buy the gown, some of them buy the gown one year in advance. They start doing, they go buy the gown, they go to the shop, measure their size, come back, make sure that they fit in, change the sleeve, change the this, change the that. They go even on diet to fit on it. So how, so is it possible after doing all, some of them even go on diet so they can fit into the dress. I've seen, I've seen someone in my own eyes. I officiated a wedding. I, 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 I've done a lot of, I officiated a wedding. And I remember the sister doing the counseling. She, she told me that she has seen the dress. And by all means, she must enter that dress. She told me that she has seen the dress. And by all means, she must enter that dress. Yeah. And I watched her with my own eyes over a period of six months or seven months. She gradually lost weight. You could see she was very determined. That this dress, I went into it. And she worked on herself gradually. And I tell you, on the wedding day, when she wore the dress, I remember that statement. Because she was looking very beautiful in that dress. I said, aha, I see why you were determined to enter this dress. And the Bible is saying, the Bible is saying that, can you imagine a bride who forgets her dress? And the Bible says that's how a backsliding person is. It's like, can you leave all the, this beauty and the glory of God and come out naked? Is it possible that you have left all the beauty that God brings, the glory that he brings, the protection, that he brings, and now you are walking naked? You must be mad. 
Jeremiah said that when you backslide, you are like that. You see, he's giving you a picture of what backsliding looks like. A very who has forgotten her wedding dress. The thing that I've not seen one before. An ugly Why are you like that? Not every woman is beautiful. Why are you acting like that? Some are, some are ugly. It's, it's relative. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. But it's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeremiah is saying that. I can't believe it. Listen to me. I'm just, I'm just showing you spiritually how it looks like. When you backslide, you are like a bride who has come out without a gown. Yeah. You are like a bride. You are like a bride who has come outside without a gown. Of yourself. Amen. Are you hearing me, church? That's why we must take. So make sure that if you are in Christ, you are active. Don't be a pure woman. And rather work on it before you get into the state. That's how the angels say, I, they say, I can't believe this bride. He's coming down out on her, out of her house without her jewels. Some of you have the jewels in chains. Some of you see the chains. Ring here, ring here, ring here, ring here, ring here. A chain here. Oh, jewels. And even when you go home, the way you take, because you like jewels. And there's nothing wrong with it because it makes you look beautiful. Take heed. Amen. It's my prayer. May we not fall by the wayside. I say, may we not fall by the wayside. May we not lose goodness. May we not lose that beauty. I say, may we not lose that beauty. May we not lose that golden ornament he has given unto us. In Jesus' name. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Kayanda Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on, come on, come on. Mikandoliyama zandaria baba ni mikandoria baba. Ileni mama zandaria baba. Ila lama zandoria mama mama. Lakandaria mama 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 zandaria mama mama for you. Look, one, I just want to just put your hand on your heart and pray for Sarah, Lord. Place your hand on your heart. Lord, I 
Repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, help me. May I not fall by the wayside. May I complete my journey. May I finish my course. May I see Jesus in glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Before I sit down, with every eye closed once again, you are here, you are not born again. You are not saved. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? There is room at the cross. So if there's anybody here who is not born again, you are not saved. You want to become a Christian. You want to give your life to Jesus. Before we sit down, I want to pray for you. You want to, you want to make sure that when you die, you go to heaven. With every eye closed and every head bowed, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I want to see your hand go up. You want to be born again. You want to be born again. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. Make sure you are born again. You are born again. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. No movement. When I'm doing an altar call, I don't want movement. I just be careful. No movement. Everybody should wait. I want people to hear me carefully. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Make sure. It's very important. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the saints. Let nobody live here without knowing you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.